Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. This is your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today, we have with us Bobby Brodney. He is the founder and owner of Launchpads. Launchpads helps companies build autonomous communication systems, which enable a business to capture a plethora of data from leads. Then, use that data to facilitate sales and better communication. We work with software platforms designed for sensitive data, according to Bobby. So welcome to the show, Bobby. Well, thank you so much, Barbara. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. This is such a timely topic. I'm so delighted that you can make it here today for our listeners. What makes you different from most other marketing agencies out there? Well, I think one of the biggest differentiating points was my background in political science. So when I first started dealing with data was when I would look into behavior data and opinion data as per, you know, what a politician would need in order to run a really successful campaign. But going forward, I started working more in the marketing realm and I realized that that data is essentially what drives choices that people make based off of you know what they're seeing in the world or on online so i think that's like one of the most crucial elements that separates my business from a lot of other businesses in the marketing world because most people that are marketers they know that this type of science exists but they don't actually apply it to their business the same way that i do how can you help doctors use this data to increase the number of patients they serve when data is so highly regulated? Well, like I said, behavior data is essentially, I mean, you know, doctors, you probably all know uh, what behavior data is, but it's, it's the choices that people are making. Like, what is it that makes somebody make a decision? So when choosing a doctor, what is it that makes somebody make a decision? They're probably going to want to trust you right? I mean, they're going to be putting their life in your hands or their wellness in your hands. So what you want to try to do is, is figure out like, all right, what are the things that I can say that are going to make me, you know, relate to the person and be able to connect with them and be able to talk to them and make them feel really comfortable. But the reality too is, is that you as a doctor are spending your time working on your patients or, you have a team that might be a very small team that has to deal with tons of other administrative tasks. And so you don't want to be spending time, you know, going out and trying to speak individually to every single prospect that comes your way. You need ways to be able to speak to people and show them that they can trust you and that you're extremely knowledgeable, better than your competitors and do it in a way that, you know, like I said, makes them feel comfortable with you. So yeah, does that answer the question? It does. <laughs> and I'm sure every doctor is sitting on the edge of their seat saying, 
Wow. You're going to save me time. That's great. Well, time and money. Because like I said, you want to use what, like if somebody is interested in Star Wars, why not have it where a Star Wars backdrop appears on the landing page that they are sent to? That's going to show that you understand that they like Star Wars. And I'm just giving you a super hypothetical, but like what it comes down to is something that we call dynamic content, which is where you're able to tailor the content that the potential client sees based off of, you know, whatever their interest is or whatever they've answered to in a previous question and an interaction with you. So that's where like a lot of the like fun part of marketing comes in is actually understanding what it is that somebody likes and then putting it right in front of them. That way they, they know, like, and trust you, you know, they know that you're paying attention to them. Sure. It creates only, a bond. Yeah, Sorry. sure. Do you only work with doctor's offices or can you work with other types of businesses in the medical field? Oh, I could work with, I could work with pretty much anyone. Like I'm currently working with a medical supplies company that's helping source sort of like fill the gap for a lot of the shortages that we're experiencing right now, you know, with like really commonly used pieces of medical equipment, you know, for instance, like masks, gowns, shoe covers, all these sorts of kind of necessary pieces of medical equipment that a lot of major hospitals are extremely short on. And, you know, we're using the data to try to help target where these products need to go. So that's just one more, you know, another example. Sure. Can this type of marketing software work for telehealth companies? Oh, yeah. That'd probably be an ideal situation, actually, because with telehealth companies, you're able to work anywhere. Like the the client doesn't necessarily need to be within a close proximity to you. So your target audience can be anywhere you want, you know? And I think right now with the way that the field is going, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's, you know, that's, that's happening, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, before telehealth was ideal for people who were either in rural communities because they did not have good access to doctors or also to caregivers or chronically ill who were confined to their beds. But now, as you know, we're all confined in one way or another. <laughs> yeah, for, for now, you know. I think there's major steps being taken to develop a vaccine and, and to move, you know, humanity forward. That's crisis. true. But on the other hand, I think that this is giving people a taste of what medical care could be. So you're going to get a percentage of people who want to continue with telehealth and don't really want to go to a doctor's office. So the Especially these- right with the risk of being able to contract like these really serious diseases. Like why would you want to take that risk? Absolutely. So moving forward, you know, I really think that this situation is uh, really changing how we think and feel about the delivery of medicine. Delivery of medicine and, I mean, you know, delivery of, like, think of, like, the carbon emission aspect of this, you know? And then the list just keeps going on and on. Of There's so many, so many other benefits that go into not having 
such widespread travel unless it's necessary. Yeah, absolutely. How long does it take to adopt a new technology like yours? Uh, well, it really depends on the client's capacity and specifically like what the client has for their ob- objectives. So typically, like some types of companies, if it's like a very straightforward process, it could be adopted in as little as two weeks to a month, you know, but if you have a more complex sort of system that you want to build out, I mean, it could take you two months to four months. And then what's really cool with automation is that as the system learns more and more about your ideal clients and how you interact with prospects, it will actually improve. So your advertising will improve, like your targeting will improve, just all based off of how you design the infrastructure. So that's one thing I always tell a lot of clients is it's like, you don't necessarily want to start advertising and putting money with advertising. It's kind of like the carriage and the horse concept, right? You don't want to start putting the money towards the advertising until you have your infrastructure built and you really understand like, okay, who is it exactly that I'm targeting? And I don't just mean like the normal things like age range or, or, you know, like basic stuff, male, female, or this or that. I mean, depending on the practice, obviously that, you know, male, female might be a big deal, but what I'm saying more is like, where are they online? What are the things that they're interested in? What kind of language do they speak? Cause that's how you can design your copy. That's how you can make your copy dynamic. That's how you can really, you know, single out the exact people that you want to target. And then when it comes to advertising, Once you have that data, then you can push the data over to your advertising channels and specifically target those people so that the money that you do spend on advertising is going to go significantly further. So that's like, that's like kind of, you're starting to peel back the layers of the onion, but like my main goal with everything I do is to always save as much money as possible. And then not only save it, but make sure that the money you are spending, because everybody knows you're going to have to spend some money, make sure that the money you are spending is extremely effective. And then all of those leads that you pull in from your advertising, when you pull them in, just because they don't convert right now, doesn't mean that they're not going to convert in three months. It doesn't mean that they're not going to convert in six months. It doesn't mean that they're not going to convert in two years. So it's making sure that you keep that data and you keep those people or, you know, those people in your system and you continue to engage them and convey to them that you are an expert, that you are somebody that they know and that you are somebody that they can trust. What about if a medical practice already has tools that they're using? Does your system integrate well with that? Oh, that's a great question. So everything that I operate on operates on an open API, which just means that you can essentially connect pretty much anything to the programs that I use. And if the programs that I use aren't necessarily suitable for the specific team that is already in place, or, you know, that's where my company Launchpads is is very flexible. So the answer to that question in the short way is yes, but Usually the way that it works with marketing is that we can replace a lot of the other tools and just make everything really streamlined. And 
what's really another kind of a side note with that is that, I mean, I think we spoke a little bit about this earlier, but, you know, having HIPAA really makes the way that you hold your data, you, you really have to be really cautious of how data is being handled. And I have a few tools in my tool belt that can help you keep things separate that need to stay separated. So what I mean is like, if you have patient data within your system, you can still use that data for certain purposes while keeping it separated and keeping it secure. Is, well, does that make really, sense? Yes, that's really reassuring. Yeah. So now, in terms of knowledge, I mean, as doctors, we are you know, very knowledgeable about healing and we have a certain expertise in regards to treating patients, but using software isn't usually one of those skill sets that doctors have. Do you offer training for, you know, medical practices to use your software? Oh yeah. So most of the softwares that I use have training built in to them. So like in super easy modules where you just kind of click through and you can kind of navigate through the certain things that you need. And then having me as your, as your essentially your partner manager as you know, kind of how I refer to it is I will understand what the business needs to know and point them in the right direction so that it's not something that takes as long as it took me to learn, you know? So for instance, like if you just want to make sure that you're the one that is building your emails or, uh, if you want to just do particular tasks that the system needs in order to operate, I'll point you to the proper, you know, the proper modules so that you'll be able to just understand that piece of it. Because sometimes, I mean, the reality is, is even for experts, the software that we use is still overwhelming, especially if you're using really effective softwares, because you know, if you're using something that's really effective, it's just going to, it's going to have a lot of moving parts. And, and with automation, I mean, there are so many moving parts. There are so many different ways to break down how valuable a lead is to where it's like, is this lead somebody that you actually want to spend 30 minutes getting on a call with and talking about how you can help them? Or is this maybe a lead that you only want to, you know, you want to have one of your team members only take 10 minutes just to sort of do a discovery call or, you know, break down to see what the, what the current condition of the patient is, or you, I, does that make sense? Am I going in the right yeah, direction? Yes, it does. Great. Um, you know, a lot of doctors really are concerned about the digital reputation these days, you know, how many stars they get and the reviews, but we don't always have time to constantly go online to monitor it. So having software that can monitor that system and let me know about the digital reputation so that I can do something about it would be very helpful. Do you integrate software that can help doctors with that? Of course. And you are absolutely right. Like think of how, you know, if you're going to look and you want to have pizza and you go on to Yelp, how long do you take to make a decision you know, for that pizza, right? It's some people make it really quick. If it's, you're in a situation where, you know, you've got a, a, a sinus infection, you are like in the mode where you're like, I need to get this 
figured out quick. I'm new to this area. You're going to go through and you're going to look through Yelp and you're going to find the doctor's office that's closest and you're going to go to that one. Or if you're you know, going to go on Teladoc online, you're going to go through really quickly and try to find someone who's got the highest ratings and you're going to make that decision really quick. So, you know, you want to make sure that if somebody does happen to go onto your Yelp, you know, before they even opt in to receive communications from you, you're going to want to make sure that that rating is taken care of. Pardon me. You're going to also want to make sure that all of that information is accurate. So I integrate with specific tools that help you not only automate the interaction where it's like, if somebody leaves you a bad review, you follow up with them and ask them what you can do to help make it right. But also the listing and make sure that your listing is consistent because if you want to appear top on Google, there are a lot of really, really simple tweaks that can go into making you appear higher where you don't even have to go into all of the, I mean, everything depends on the landscape, of course, like where your practice is located, where your marketing is directed, like the list goes on and on. But there are a lot of really, really simple tweaks that can go into making you appear higher on searches that the competition just doesn't do. So once you do it, like making your entire listing across every single database that has the option of having a listing, make all of those consistent, just doing that alone will oftentimes boost your SEO above your competitors because that's the way that seo really works right is it's i don't want to get too far into the weeds with seo because it, anyone who knows a lot about seo is it it's a it's a it's like going down the rabbit hole i mean it, it could i've talked with some of my friends i've gone i went through a webinar a few weeks ago it was a seven hour webinar talking oh about seo well it about could get SEO. quite yeah it could get quite technical these days right and so for listeners for listeners that don't know what SEO is, is search engine optimization. It's a way that you are telling the website as well as the viewer what it is that you do or what it is that you stand for. Right. That's very well put. So getting, you know, just to kind of cap that off, it's, I'd say it's just, it's one of those things that you can keep going and going and going, but there are certain tools that you can use that just, they're automated and they help, you know, they help you beat the competition. And that's really what it is. It's, it's a competition of who is going to appear first to the client that's searching for you. For all of those listeners that are intrigued and are saying, wow, I need to look further into this. How can they reach you? Launchpadswithdoubledds.com slash demo. That is the best way to set up a demo or get a hold of me. That's excellent. We have been listening to Bobby Brodney, B-R-O-D-N-E-Y, at Marketing Tips for Doctors. This is your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, 
your one tweet from greatness. Greatness.